I recently watched The Passion, the movie that Mel Gibson produced a few years back, and it had been quite some time since I had seen it, but I was excited to watch it recently, and this time as I was watching it, what really stuck, uh, stood out for me was the fact that throughout the entire film, Jesus was praying. The very opening scene, Jesus is in the agony of the garden and he's praying the Psalms. And as he's kind of praying to God, his father, he keeps referencing different Psalms that he would have prayed throughout his life. And as the film continues up until the very last scene, Jesus continues to pray. And to the point where the entire experience of his suffering and death was itself a prayer that Jesus was living. I was struck by this. It was, it was inspiring. It was edifying. But I was also um, inspired to make that our theme for this week. As we begin Holy Week, we have a lot of different things, uh, a lot of different um, ceremonies, liturgies um, throughout the week. And each liturgy we're going to reflect on a different time in which Jesus prayed. Because he prayed all the time throughout the scriptures and especially throughout his passion. And there's something that we can learn at each of these instances. And so for today, I'd like to reflect especially on the agony of the garden. We saw the agony in the garden in today's gospel where Jesus, on the night before he dies, surrenders to God the Father. And it's fitting that Jesus would pray in a garden before his passion, because it was in a garden that man committed the first sin. It was in a garden that Adam and Eve, in the Garden of Eden, began the story of sin. It's the first time that man turned his back away from God and then propelled it into generations to come. And so it's fitting that Jesus in his effort to save us from sin, would begin his passion in a garden, the Garden of Gethsemane. And we know that Jesus suffered in this garden. He was in anguish. He was in agonizing pain because we can suspect that as the Son of God, he had a pretty good idea of what was to come. He had a pretty good idea of how painful and tormenting his passion and death would be. And he was afraid. In his humanity, he was filled with anxiety. And it's a good thing for us to to see this because sometimes whenever we are afraid or filled with anxiety, we feel like we're doing something wrong. We feel like we're we're sinning, like like we are bad or we are unworthy, that we are bad people for this. And it's encouraging to see Jesus himself was filled with anxiety in the Garden of Gethsemane. His humanity was filled with fear by what was to come. And we know this because he was sweating blood, this biological response of his great torment he was experiencing. We also know that he was um, asking God the Father for deliverance. He was saying, Lord, if this cup could pass, please take it away. But you see, what makes Jesus different than what we typically do in our fear and in our anxiety is that Jesus' prayer didn't just stop there. 
Jesus, with great heroic divinity, turns to God his Father and surrenders. He says, not my will, but yours. Not my will, but yours be done. Even though this is going to be hard, even though this is going to be painful, even though I don't particularly want to experience this, I do want to experience this, if it's your will. Jesus gives total surrender to God his Father. And so as we begin Holy Week this week, I want you to consider, is that how you pray? When you face hard times, when you face challenging circumstances, do you pray like Jesus? Maybe you are faced with a physical challenge, maybe an illness or an injury or an upcoming surgery. Is that how you pray? Do you pray with the surrender that Jesus expressed in the Garden of Gethsemane? When you're filled with emotional distress, maybe fear, maybe anxiety, or maybe loneliness or something else, do you pray like Jesus? Do you surrender your heart, your will, everything that you are to God the Father with total surrender and trust? Whenever you face a spiritual challenge, whenever you feel distant from God, whenever it feels dark, you're discouraged or you're filled with doubt, do you have the courage to pray like Jesus, to trust that God is a loving Father and that His promises will come true? I want to invite you to make this week holy. I want to invite you to make this week different. We are beginning Holy Week, and I I mentioned right before Mass that this is my favorite week of the year because it's, it's kind of like a miniature retreat for us, a time for us to just enter into the story of Jesus's passion, death, and resurrection, the most important story ever told. It's an, an opportunity for us to make this week different. One way you can do that, perhaps, is to watch The Passion if you haven't yet done so this year. Viewer discretion is advised, especially for young children. But, but imagine, it's such a powerful way to, to pray with this story. Another thing you can do is join us for our Holy Week services. We have something starting... Um, on Wednesday night and every night following this week. And all these services, as I mentioned, we're going to be reflecting on Jesus who prayed. Jesus who prayed before and during his entire passion. And we're going to learn from his prayer. We're going to dive deep and pray with Jesus through these experiences. Our goal, our mission here at St. Leo is to model intimacy with God. And if we want to model intimacy with God, we want to pray as Jesus prayed.